Sizzle, baby! Sizzle! Keep sizzling. Great things take time. You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Wow, bro. That's crazy. That's so love, bro. Oh, it's hot, baby. Hot. Woo! Hot fire! You know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building. That's right. Every Saturday, the sizzle, the hottest talk in the 219. The only talk in the 219 right here at WGVE with J Sizzle. With G Sizzle, we're in the building right here. Jay, how are you feeling today? Okay. I got a lot of ho, 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 no, no, no going on right now. A lot of ho, 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 no, no, no? Yeah, look. Okay. Okay, here's my issue. All, All right. right. I don't know about y'all, but... If, does anybody ever finish their Christmas shopping? No. Well, I got one. How about people who haven't started it? I could be in that category. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about this in a few more minutes because right now, I, I think we're at a point, it's it's the critical point now, sir. Um, oh, we're past critical. It, it, things are getting ready to hop off and jump off. Um because we're going to talk a lot of things today. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM. Uh-huh. Hottest talk in the 219. We don't just talk sports. We talk everything involved. We talk music, mm-hmm. sports, and community. Yeah. So now, since the community's involved, we got to talk about Christmas. Because Christmas is coming. It's here. And nobody has gifts. Here's the problem with the gift giving. Uh-huh. Amazon has ruined that. Amazon has ruined a lot of traditions because now you give give all the year through. Right, so it's not it's not nothing really special, and you've been giving yourself gifts the whole time. Yes, see, I, two for you, one for me. I'm a I'm a Mazan. Okay, you know, I, I I just leave the am off. I just my website says Mazan because mm-hmm. I'm on it. I ain't got time for the A to show up. I'm on there talking about click click click. I literally have bought so much stuff off Amazon that I look at it and Amazon just starts shaking its head at the web. No, you no need to buy no more. All right, you know, there are some Christmas things. I need to do some Christmas venting because I was feeling some kind of way. Even when I walked in the door, I still felt some kind of way. But now Uh that I'm here on the mic, I think I'm going to do some Christmas venting because there were some Christmas things. Have you ever bought someone a Christmas gift before Christmas and they knew it was for Christmas, but they act like it wasn't a Christmas gift? Oh, you you got played. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where we are. But you so. got to put those Christmas gifts in the closet, sir. Well, no, you had to use it. I bought someone a phone, and it was, okay, so here's how the story goes. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never bought someone a phone, don't. I'm just saying right now it is not the worth, the hassle, the aggravation, or the stress that comes upon you. Okay, so how do you buy somebody? Don't they have to be with you when you're buying a phone? Ain't they got to put in all their passwords and they whatever no. you said to others? no. No, they don't. You can actually buy it, set it up for them, because they broke their phone. Oh, see, okay, see, you left out a small part. Mm-hmm. It's a replacement phone, so this wasn't it really is replacement. a replacement. No. Well, maybe. Yes. <laughs> but no. So this was a birthday gift, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, hold on. So you went from a before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Post-birthday gift? All right. This is how the whole story starts. All right. So what happened was, Uh as a birthday gift, I decided, I said, well, let's get 
of new phones so you have a new phone. Here's the problem. Yeah. Here's the problem. Here's where the movie starts. Okay. The shenanigans started the fact that the phone was shipped to my house. Yeah. But someone stole the phone en route to my home. Oh, so you got the Grinch that stole the phone, stole Christmas, did everything. Yes. Yes. Everything was stolen. It was it was a terrible event. And so then have you ever had to file a police report for a phone? First thing, I don't even think the police will answer if you call them about your phone got stolen. Bruh, it was a police report for a phone. What are you doing? Calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> Nine one 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 one. We got we got we gotta get this phone Someone back, bro. Please call nine one one. Tell them I just lost a phone. So I didn't lose the phone because the phone never came to my. I checked my cameras. I checked everything around. Phone never came to my my so, residence. So the phone got absconded before it got to your residence. Somewhere it was absconded. Somewhere it was taken away. And then all of a sudden now uh-huh. I'm on the line for a phone that literally. Figuratively and literally, I'm on the line for a phone that doesn't exist. So you're on the phone talking to somebody else about a phone that you never got. Right. Okay. So filed the police report, uh-huh. had to file then, and had to go back. So did you get officer friendly? Who'd you get when they came over? I did. I got a very friendly officer. One of Maryville's finest came over and said, hey, Let's just file this report, man, and it's going to be okay. So did he pull up like in all the SWAT gear? You ever see the guys yes. pull up? They, yes. they come up the, the report. They got the whole SWAT gear. I didn't AK- want my neighbors to think that I was being taken away. It looked like I was being swatted. You know what I'm saying? That's how everything went down. So it looked like it was a swatting. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Good seeing you. Listen, man, we've got celebrities in the building. That's you know all I can saying? say. We got celebrities in we the got, building. We got Mickey and Mouse in here. <laughs> my man. My man, I like the hat. I think, can, may I borrow that sometime? All right, that's my due. Unlike the people who borrowed my phone. So then I had to file the report, send the report, then send it back to the people. And then, okay, so I got another phone, right? So, okay, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. What do the people do with the phones that they get? Ain't they, ain't they not, boy, you know what? I don't know, I've been in education a long time. Ain't they not supposed to be able to, yeah. oh, to, to use those phones? Aren't they supposed to be bricks? They're supposed to be bricked out, but I guess if you send it to the right country, now oh, wow. it becomes, I don't know what it becomes. The, the, the one they went to with all the Bears, uh, all the Bears championships in the last three, three Man, four Man, let me tell you something. This was a good phone. What, I'm going to give you, you just get? a dog. It? it was a Samsung Ultra 23. Oh, I want it with the three cameras on the back. Bro, with 20, it w- not only was it a 23, it was a one terabyte. Oh. You got, a, you got a whole computer in your pocket. So it's heavy as all get out, right? Well, you, but you got a computer. Yeah. You're in a laptop with you. You're talking to your laptop on your ear. So then we found out uh-huh. in getting the phone, it was too heavy. It couldn't be held in one hand. You had to have the power of Thor to lift this phone. Wait, so now you got a phone from Grayskull that you can't pick up to your ear that somehow somebody actually picked up and stole it, and so now they walking around lopsided down the street talking talk to a phone that they, doesn't even work. So the next the next issue was yeah. All right, well let's get a brand new phone to replace that phone. So you bought a different phone to replace this phone because it was too heavy, but you never got it. So how do you know the phone was too heavy? Because we got the replacement phone. Oh, mm-hmm. so 
you are that customer that came up there talking about, hello, how you doing? Yeah, my phone got stole. Can you replace this phone? Yeah. They give you the phone talking about, uh, this phone too heavy. I don't think I want this. Will you give me another phone? And they had to reprogram you that guy. Well, it would seem that that would be the case. <laughs> oh, they went to the back room and was talking about you. So, my friend, then I said, let's, let's up the ante on this. Yeah. Let's get an iPhone. Why? Why Whole family doing iPhone. Everybody's doing it. It is fun for the family, for everybody, friends, too. Unless you're an iPhone-ish person. If you're new to the iPhone universe, sir, you're going to be lost. Ain't no iPhone in in new. You just touch the button. You touch the button, and it's right there. You go, boop, there you go. But anything you want to do aside aside taking a phone call, you done. Well, just take the phone call. That's all you're doing with it anyway. You're picking up the phone, you're answering the calls, and then you're texting each each person yeah, every you, once in a while. You know? Do you know if you don't know how to use the iPhone? Even though they say it's easier to do it, but I tried to use the iPhone before, and it just don't make no sense to me. Listen, listen. I don't like the apps either. I, okay, so then yeah. have you ever had somebody just like, so <laughs> shout out to to my brother-in-law, to little Alex. As a baby, here's a little Alex story. Okay. He decided that he no longer wanted his Sega Genesis and wanted to play the Nintendo like his older brother, and he just said, okay, I've had enough of this. I want to play the Wii. So a five-year-old well, decides yeah. he will unplug all of the peripherals, the cords, the Don't plugs. Need none of that. I'm not using it anymore. Wrapped it up. Of course. Came to the top of the steps. Done with that. Threw it down the steps. I'm done with this. To get some understanding, I'm done with this. Replace it. Did you get him a phone? <laughs> <laughs> it was too heavy for him, too? Well, that, no. That story rolls into the, that's about what the, the, the phone situation came. Oh, no. person took the phone, yeah. wrapped it up in the cord, and yeah. said, you can take this. I don't even know what this is. Here they come again. Oh, not the police. Not again. Which I didn't do. Did, you see, did you see my hands move over here? Bruh. Who you got coming over? Who's that? Anybody? All the people. All the people coming? I can't turn that off. Oh, sweet Jesus. I, I think we off. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> if we get a lot of people running to the station, just remember, I left it open by accident. Yeah. Yeah. So, now you're at the point where you're just like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I'm I'm. You know, you're done, but then you're like done, done. You know, but you can't leave us hanging with the phone story now. So they just made you take the phone you didn't want. I knew that. I knew what was going to happen. They went back to the back time. Him say he don't want this phone. I'm going to get some milk and cookies. He's going to take this phone. But, well, okay, let me ask you a question. Hmm. Did one person go back and another person come out with the phone? No, it was so bad. What they did was they said, we don't have it, so we'll just ship it to you. Well, that was like getting you out of take here, huh, Take this phone with you. Right. And now this one came. See, so I, I, I never want to discourage sponsorship. Yeah. But there's a certain particular company that drops off things. Always. Um, And literally, I guess they just drop it off to whoever they want to drop it off to. Oh, oh that company? Yes. Look, that company, I live in a... Um, a building complex, let's mm-hmm. say for that. There's a number of buildings in the area, and it's a fine, fine place to live, right? Mm-hmm. One of these companies pulls up with a bag, literally, and because I'm the first building, and literally slings the bag inside the doorway, <laughs> and it has everybody. 
got these packages in it for all five buildings. So now we have to go through there and break out the reindeer, and we have to run around. And we literally have our own FedEx. It's like it's, it's like Netflix. You know what I'm saying? We just go around and, and random people just knock on your door and hand you a package. How, how you doing? Hey, uh, uh, did you have a package? <laughs> you didn't? Well, here's one for you. And then they Merry just, Christmas. And then they just stand there for it, wait, wait for a tip. I give my old chicken wing because, you know. Look, bro. <laughs> So yeah. this this situation has gotten so ridiculous. Yeah. Now, also on top of that, uh-huh. have you ever brought the wrong toilet? Okay, hold okay. on. So you're having a you're having a heck of a week. Sir. Oh, bruh. So so you went out and bought the wrong toilet. All right. So I bought a I bought a raised toilet, the twenty one incher. Oh, the, so the, the, is, the tall boy. Is, the tall boy. Yeah, so you ain't got to, so you ain't got to go deep and low. You can just go. I, I understand what you're trying to do. So my man comes out, uh-huh. comes to put the commode in. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the thing. Okay, so let me stop right there. No, wait, hold on. You change it up. I, that's what I did. Okay. <laughs> so when I called the company to come and bring, I, or just to send a technician. I said to the young lady, I said, dear, yeah. how much is, I'm trying to get an estimate, what is the cost of an install for a commode? Well, was it install for a toilet or for a commode? Well, <laughs> that would have made sense. Fancy pants. But she left the phone. She was like, sir, can she, I can't even, I don't want to do the voice. But she was like, hold on. And she came back. She said. When she came back, uh-huh. she was like, what are, you know, sir, I don't know. <laughs> what what accent is this? I'm trying my best. I am trying my best. I'm trying my best not to. I don't want to be that guy because yeah, I don't want to be on CNN. Guy. I don't want to be on I CNN. Know, right? So then she says, well, sir, okay, how many of those do you, what is that did you have? I said, a toilet? A, how many toilets did you want? I you said, come in six packs? It's a toilet, dear. <laughs> she said, oh. Oh, we don't get close over the phone. Of course not. That means you can't hold us to you can't hold us to a price. We're gonna come out here and just estimate. Mm, I don't know. Five seventy seven. You still under? No, to put in a look. Bruh, I got you on the under, bro. I got a dude. You should. I got people's man. Now you. Might I not, had a dude. <laughs> you might not be able to flush it, but one time. But I got people's. He took another contract, dude. Okay. I had a dude. Uh, it's uh, been sitting in my living room. For the past month now, so your com- so so you, now your commode is a is a planner now. You've got- it is furniture because the way it's set up, I like it. I'm like it, at a 21 incher. You just put some things around it. It is a fine piece of, of porcelain so, furniture. So you, you've been testing out the commode, just checking it out. Like oh, feel, feels good to me. Just sat there. I was like, this is a darn good piece. Yeah, of you've work. had a heck of a week, man. I oh, mean- but it, the story doesn't end there. No, we got more. Bruh. So he gets the commode there, goes to install it. He said, hey, man. Hey, man. That's just how he sounded, too. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. He's like, look, bruh, um, <laughs> it's like nine inches. You need like at least 10 because this is a 12. Look here, bruh. Uh, we can't make this fit. You going, you, And so you're like, how was I supposed to know that this was one of them commodes? And see, there are people out there right now, construction, we're talking about, yeah, man, there's certain things you're supposed to check. I slap fire from somebody. It, it'll be Christmas fire. So then he says to me, yeah. well, yo, it's all good, though. Him say. Because I know my guy well, who can cut a hole in your wall. It's just drywall. He'll cut a hole and it'll fit right in the wall. No problem. That No problem. 
No problem. And he's on Angie's list or he's on Leroy's list? <laughs> he was on uh, James Johnson's list. Yeah. I don't know what list he's on. And then he says to me, well, that's cheaper than having them come. Absolutely. And redo the whole plumbing because you don't want them to come in and then you got, you know, your spigots here. and your... I was like, bro. He was bruh. like, just, it's not going to be hard, man. They just cut a little hole. You just need two inches. No problem, bro. What I you... said, so you're just going to cut a hole into the, the closet? Bro, it's going to be a small hole. All right, trust me. That's the final word of any. Trust me. I'll take half down now. So let, let me ask you a question now. So um, so we are still, the commode is still in the living room area. No. Uh-oh, wait a minute. No. We got it installed? No, 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 no. Because then he was like, well, I can put it in a, another one of your bathrooms. I was like, the wall, the, the length is shorter to there too. I was like, they're smaller. So then I found out that the commodes in my, all of the toilets in my home are compact. You know, I wanted to say that you do have a weak commode. I, 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 I remember I went over there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, got, you know, G Sizzle's been by the, you know, the G Sizzle abode um, uh, numerous times. El weak commode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I did go in there and go, hmm. Yeah. That is a, you know, not that I never would, you know, use your commode in a way that, uh, you know, Commoting. Oh, it's been violated. It's been but, amen. But, but no, that that's broke cold, man. You just can't. You just can't come and. But and your just, family, so it doesn't, I know what I'm, it's family. But, I, but we but, got family who just comes in, rings the bell, comes in the door, and they like, yo, gotta go to the bathroom. They don't even speak. They just like, I talk well, to you when I get out the bathroom. Well, you know when you when you gotta go to near any important store, Bruh, So so no, okay. So now we we figured out now your commode's too short, and that's you. That has been a problem before, and. Uh, <laughs> And it really is a problem. Like, yeah. men who understand, you know what I'm about to say, because now you got to wipe that floor up because it's a little, and you, you, the shot comes out, and then you look down at the floor, and you're oh, like, So, so, so you try to say you you ain't Steph Curry deep from three, huh? <laughs> it's good. No. You, Mine's right on the rim, and it comes right on out. And every time you're trying to get that quick one, you're like, oh! You look, you look, you, you look like Shaq from the three-point line. Bruh. <laughs> I'm building a house. <laughs> He's so got, he's I, got a condominium going up. I got so angry. <laughs> I just picked up, I packed all the stuff up in the box. My my, my, my man put it back in the box because yeah. he had put the other one in, took the other one out. Then he okay. had to take that one out and put the other one in. So I just took it, threw it in the garage. I said, you know what? So then I, the whole story goes back to Amazon. Wow, this is a big circle. So I got it from Amazon. So you, well, hold on, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. You went and ordered a commode. Yes, that's that's when you know that's what the whole problem is. You can't order no commode. It was a they said it was a commode, and I needed the toilet, and I was like, dog, I don't have time to go to one of the finer places. And plus, yeah. none of them had the one I wanted in that height. It was a elongated bowl, yeah. with a with with a raised, and, and said I was Amazon's like, choice when they did it, bruh. Yeah, that's what happened. So then I called them. They uh-huh. like, sure, we'll take it back, sure. no problem. Put it in the boxer. I did. They sent me the label. And I said, well, wait, <laughs> what, wait. I, I'm a, what, what, who? who am I sending this to? Oh, to whom Am- does this go? Just Amazon. Be okay. They said, oh, that's a third-party item. Oh, you know what? Let me tell you something. For y'all who are not Amazon shoppers, if you buy something for a third, I had to go through hoops, jumps, bales. Oh, well, this, 
I was trying to get a refund from a third party. I literally had to call call them and say, I'm going to report you to Amazon. That is the phrase. Okay. They don't they don't want they don't want that. Okay. So I'm like, wait, that means I gotta ship this thing? And, and you go eat that shipping too. A two piece. Cause it came the the bowl came in a different. I mean the the uh, the back bowl came in a different box. Well, anytime you get a two piece, is a problem, bro. You know what I'm saying? You gotta keep the left hand high. <laughs> you come to right. So then I'm thinking, I'm like, well, where I ship it? He was like, well, you can use any of the shipping places, but I would suggest. Oh well, maybe you use the United Postal Service because it's going to get there. You can guarantee it, and it's probably going to be more reasonable. It's going to be one million dollars, right? So I'm thinking this thing is as heavy as I remember. I shipped some clothes to to cousin Butchie. Should just bought clothes, bruh. I should have just sent him the money, dude. If you, I worked for the fine United States Postal Service for 22 odd years. You want to swing that commode through there? Is this what you really want to do? You know what that lady gonna look at that counter? She's gonna be like, I gotta get the supervisor. Him want to send this commode. Is there anything in here, sir? Is water uh, anything like? Because, dude, I'm no. telling you. No. So anyway, so you had to, you had to send your your Amazon toilet back to you. Oh no 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 no! I'm telling this story because <laughs> any listener out there, I'm getting ready to put this on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, bro, I'm selling this commode. This I'm. I thought about it. I drove around. I actually went to Wendy's. Because I needed an elixir. I needed something to calm my savage soul, so I went and got a Frosty. So now you're driving around the town with a Frosty and a commode in your car. Yes. That's the start of a bad joke. I'll tell you even the worst part of it. I started listening to CNN for some ungodly reason. I'm sitting there listening to CNN in a car with heat and a Frosty and a commode. And then like 15 minutes later, I'm like... So you went to sleep in the car with a Frosty and a commode and CNN. And it was on a whole different show. It was on the weekend show. I was listening to the Situation Room and then there was no situation. I was like, wait, whose room is this? Dude, you just passed out. It was just too much drama. It's been that week, man. So I'm saying to all of you listeners and everybody out there, listen. Do not let this holiday season stress you out. You know, because it's, it's getting to that point. You know, it's, it's about being about stressed out as uh, Darnell Moody is every day. He didn't, he didn't catch that pass. Have you ever seen the? Have you ever seen the pundits just go from good to bad? If just go caught, in on him. If he'd have caught that ball, right? They'd have been like, "Oh, we're keeping Justin Fields." Everybody's transparent. Have you ever seen a player? Make start his presser with, yo, that wasn't my fault. Bro, let me explain something to you. That was the worst, baddest, bestest try to catch that because literally the thing laid on his chest. Like, hi, how you doing? The ball was it on hit him. his head, his face, his chest, his regional, lower regional, and back in his hands, and then it flew away. And then he punted it. <laughs> Listen, if you don't know what we're talking about, when we're going to go to break, and when we come back from break, we're going to talk about 
not only Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears, but you know what we come to do all the time. We come to give you those numbers so that you have what is hot this week. That's right. This is that week where you're trying to find out what your money is. Get your money right so you know what it is. It's The Sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM. You're listening to The Sizzle on WGVE 88.7 FM. How to start that conversation with your friend about their mental health. First, make sure you aren't too far away. Closer. Closer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Too close. Now have something open-ended like, you all good? Are you all good? Or is everything okay? Is everything okay? Well done, awkward teenage actor. Actually, no. Thanks for asking. Find out how you can help a friend with their mental health at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Ever hear the one about the frog? Put a frog in a pot of boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly heat it up and that frog will boil. It's a lie. But as a metaphor for us and all that we go through as veterans, it's a story that rings true. We make excuses for how we feel. We push everything down. We tell ourselves the lie that it's easier to stay in that boiling water. To disconnect. And some days, maybe, it is. But you've never been interested in easy. Make no mistake, reaching out is hard. Do it anyway. You're not alone. You've got this. You are not a frog. Find resources at va.gov reach. Thanks for listening to your number one source for the best in sports, music, and culture. The Sizzle, the hottest talk show in the 219. We're with you every Saturday night from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share the sizzle. 219 on every social media platform you're on and wherever you get your favorite podcast. We are the sizzle here on Gary's Voice of Education, WGVE 88.7 FM. You know what it is. You know who it is. It's the sizzle in the building. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. Make sure that you're subscribed to the sizzle online. That's right. Find us on any platform that we're currently on. That's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, wherever you want to find us. That's where we'll be. Listen, you know what we do around this time. Every Saturday, we give you some money tips because we're going to give you not only what you're going to do for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and we're going to give you a Thursday. We're going to give you a freebie. But this week, we're going to look at the predictions and the lines and the spreads for week 16 so that you understand where we're going and so that you can make some money. And if you get some money, please come over because I do have a commode brand new Brazil, for sale. Brazil. It has I, I, all the, the workings with it. I think you should just sit it out front and um, maybe use it as some form of a protest you know like maybe put something in it that you don't like like uh you know uh 
your phone company and just put that on there and says, you know, this is how I feel like a two for one. You know? <laughs> the two for listen. If you don't know what we're talking about, you're gonna have to check the segment. Make sure you listen to the podcast. Yeah. You'll hear the whole show. But Jay, the 49ers have already locked up the NFC West. And told you they had a dominant win over the Cardinals last week, but they still want to lock up that number one seed. And they have a tough test when they face the AFC's number one seed in Baltimore on Christmas Day. That's going to be a good game. But you've got a lot of other games, Jay. you got a lot going on. And before we talk about the Bears, because we're going to talk about not only Justin Fields and the Bears, we're going to talk about where the Bears go moving forward, what is expected, and how this whole thing is going to fall out or how we think it's going to fall out. But, Jay, we got a lot of lines and a lot of money coming up. So, listen, if you're, you're, you're one of those ones, you're still trying to figure out where everything is, you know you have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday games this year. You do? It's gonna be, it, this, this is football heaven right now. Yeah, this is, all, this is all football. This is all you. This is what you've been looking for, my friend. Yeah. This is any, football day. Any football junkie right now because you have – Meaningful games getting ready to get played um, coming up here in a week or so. You got the little small bowl games coming up. You, you got you got full you got full food day, and then you got then you got the championships that are coming from these different bowl games coming up next week. So it's just so much fun, man. It's just a, but we know it's coming rapidly to an end because you know the, the the football overload comes and then it just stops. Yes, it gives it to you. It giveth and it taketh all it at does. the same time. So listen, right now, if you're watching, it's the Bills versus the Chargers. Bills at Chargers. Bills on top, 14-10. It's at Bills, halftime. Bills are playing, playing okay. They have. The money line was on the Bills. And, and again, the Bills have been one of those teams this year. When you count them out, they come back and they put the shenanigans on you. So you know how it is. But, hey, man, let me give a shout-out to uh, Noopy. The old ball coach, yeah. as his Steelers beat the Bengals 34-11 earlier today. That's a final, so Noopy has a guaranteed record. Coach Tomlin has done an amazing job with the Steelers so far. But, Jay, what do you think about all of this talk about Coach Tomlin not being the head coach for the Steelers well, going into at, next year? At some point in time, I don't care who it is, that same voice in the locker room after a while just wears out. And you can sort of tell when you got wide receivers that won't go black downfield. I mean, literally stood there and was like unsnapped a buckle off the helmet while the guy was running to the end zone and getting tackled. He's like, "I'm not going out there to get injured. Are you, you must, you must be kidding. I got, I got to get paid. I'm not going here getting hurt. I'm not because because it is the truth. Now, when you do have wide receivers going out there trying to stock block, and those guys just run up the back of their legs, these guys come up hobbling. He's like, "I'm not getting run up. That ain't happening, bro." Don't send me down there. If you send me out there to block, I'm waving him on. He over here. <laughs> well, you know what the Steelers have done? If you look at the box score, you get thrown by the fact that the Bengals held the ball for over 31 minutes. The Steelers a little bit under 21. But it was one of those games. I don't know what you call it. Uh, the Steeler Bowl, the backup bowl, the I'll do that again bowl. But right now, the Mason Rudolph ball. is – 17 of 27 for 290 yards, two TDs, no interceptions. Can I say something? Yes, sir. I'm so tired of such an emphasis being put on how many yards they're throwing for. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's really a litmus test unless you're up over 400 that 
really equates to what type of quarterbacking you've been doing. Especially in spread offenses as yeah. it has evolved over the past 20, 30 years. You're going to run to set – I mean, you're going to pass to set up the run most right. of the time. Right, And then if you're dinking and dunking the ball up and down the field and you're moving the sticks, right, you might get four-yard throws and get two yards running after that. You might You might go – you know, twenty. You might go twenty-one out of twenty-eight. You know, and throw for a buck eighty. But you had a great football game. Mm-hmm. You know, because you were moving the chains. You're and on the other flip side of that, I've seen guys go. You know, fourteen for twenty-seven for two eighty, and you think, oh, he had a great day. No, he had a trashy day. He was missing mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, he just had a couple of guys. You know, catch a couple of long balls he threw, or he hit something in garbage time. So those big numbers don't necessarily mean. As much, unless you get up over 400. Anytime you throw on well, 400, now now you're talking about a guy who's really doing something. Well, you know who ushered that in. Who's that? Your favorite quarterback that never won a championship. Oh, you know, that is my friend, not yours, Dan mm-hmm. Marino. Dan Marino ushered this whole era in of the pass to set up the run because for so many years the Dolphins were horrific in the run game. Yeah. never. I don't remember. Do you remember – during Dan Marino's whole tenure, one of the Dolphins' running backs? Um, almost was Larry Zonka before him. Yes. Jim Kick was before him. Oh, God, yes. Mm. Oh, the guy with the um, – oh, not the um, – not the not, not Billy White's job. There was another running back. I can see him right now. Oh, I'll think of it in a minute. But um, mm. You see how hard you have to focus yeah, but, in? But that, I was, that was black and white TV, bro, back <laughs> But you okay? So I'm just thinking you couldn't find one capable running back to put one of the greatest passes of all time at well, that time. You know the thing about Dan Marino also too he had probably the quickest release in the game. I don't think anybody had mm-hmm. a faster release than he did. Um, the issue was, but it was a different era of football. Mm-hmm. It was a run first type of three yards in a cloud of dust, and he really brought in. We're going to push this ball downfield. Him, Eric, you know, Eric Coriel, Dan Fouts, you know, Kenny Stable. You always want to leave out my man, don't you? Oh, Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Warren Moon. But see, the problem with Warren Moon was this, that they played him so dirty that he had to go up to Canada, right? And, and so, then he and started so, doing the Air Coriel. He's up in Canada. You would think that they didn't even run the ball when he was in Canada. Here's the issue, though. But Canadian football for Americans, like, don't even count. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I, I had a couple of friends of mine actually play up there for the Stampeders and somebody else up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's real football. Only thing about that football up there, because they let you run, is 12 guys and one guy just take a running start to the line, which I think is the stupidest rule ever. Well, you see it in the NFL now more and more. You've seen the Bears utilize that for some unknown Right. Well, you can use, you can do, but yeah, but you can't break and go toward the. Oh, no. The they line just of take off. They just take off. They and take now, off. You know, so I, I, to me, that delegitimizes. Gosh, I was trying to get that word. I was trying. Yeah, you did a good job. And uh, that's why I don't really like Canadian football. And I don't. And then the end zones are way too wide. Why do we get the end zones? Why do we end zones seventy five yards wide? I've just always wondered why, if the goalpost is that close at the beginning of the end zone, don't you ever worry about somebody just running right into Dude, the goalpost? Have you ever seen those old football games out of the sixties and the early seventies? Guys were getting clacked by those goalposts. Goalposts just came up and made tackles. Yeah, I mean, guy, I mean, right at it was right at the goal line. Hey, come on, whack. I mean, whack. it just yeah. didn't make no sense. Don't run yeah. across the route. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. If, again, you're getting that money, let's look at some of these odds when we talk about the slate of games. So 
the Bengals yeah. uh, were sitting at a plus three mm-hmm. for today's game. They got Molly Wap. The Bills at the Chargers, the Chargers at a plus 12. So here's the funny part about this. Your over-unders are all over the map this week coming up, especially for Sunday. The marquee over-under is the Colts at the Falcons. They're going at the over-under of 45, Jay. That makes no sense. You've got Packers at the Panthers. They're going over-under 37.5. Browns at the Texans. The over-under is 40. Lions at the Vikings. Over-under is 47. And that might be the game of the week. The models are really heavy on the Vikings for some reason. This what, has ha- what has happened to our football? Commanders at the Jets. Over-under on that's 37. Seahawks Man, that's at the, the Titans. That's the football. Commanders. 41.5. What has happened to our football? I, I what, what it's not football anymore. Jags at the Buccaneers. Over under is 42. Cardinals at the Bears. The over under is 43. Cowboys at the Dolphins. The over under is 49.5. What I mean, here's the problem. Here's the problem, right? The NBA, the NFL, they've all decided to go offensive. We're just gonna score points. Mm-hmm. But now but now it's not even a resemblance of what football used to be. It's not even resembling. Now it's like if guys gonna throw for over two hundred, everyone got through for two hundred yards. He was throwing for a big yardage. Now mm-hmm. if a guy doesn't throw for two hundred, he's a bad quarterback. Patriots at the Broncos. The over under on that is thirty five. And then you've got your Monday games. Okay, so you got your Sunday night do, games. Do you like do you like the two games on Monday? I don't know if I like that. Uh, the three games on Sunday. Remember, you got Raiders and Chiefs. Yeah. You've got Eagles, Giants at Eagles, uh-huh. and Ravens at 49ers. You ain't watching the Bears in there? Well, the Bears on Sunday, but that Monday, that, that last slate, the Raiders are sitting at over-under 41, Giants at Eagles 43, the over-under, and the Ravens at 49ers is set at a line negative six with a 47 as the over-under. The stat lines are there. I do not like Giants at the Eagles. I'm not sure what Ravens at the 49ers is going to bring. The, the Eagles can get beat. They can. Well, they're tired. <laughs> the Eagles can get beat. They're I mean, tired I'm, at I'm this so point. I'm so scared of the Eagles right now, man. It's just like, you know, I, I don't know. It's like it's like That's Sybil. not solid money on this. It's like Sybil. I yeah. mean, it's like you don't know which team you're going to get. They look like world beaters one day, and they look like the world just beat the heck out of them. You know, it's one of those teams, they, they remind me of the Miami Heat. They've been playing so many games and with playing Hassel, so long. With Hasselman in it. Yeah, I mean, at some point, you just look at them, and they just look back at you like, do we have to do this? I ain't balling today, bro. It's like, ugh. Somebody, and, get, somebody give me some peanuts. Poor. And I will say, Jalen, you just like, God. His name is it, not funny, but Jalen gets hurt. You know what Jalen does, though? Jalen has really reconstituted. Look at me. Look at these big words. I've been all up in the middle up in there. All right. Getting ready for 24. Go ahead, sir. Give him some more. But he has regenerated himself into a a different version of himself. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while, he slides back to what he used to be. Yeah. Every once in a while. And his accuracy is a lot better. But when they take away that deep middle from him, Mm-hmm. Right and now he has to read down from that deep middle and mm-hmm. hits that check down. That's where we start having problems with Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts. His problem is he's too big, <laughs> so he'll run and he gets a little stocky every once in a while. You know, he reminds you of uh, who's the kid out of um, Mount Carmel? 
Oh, Donovan? Yeah, he reminds you of him a little bit. Early mm. Donovan McNabb, he he reminds you of him because he was a big, strong quarterback who had some wheels who could run it a little bit but wasn't fast enough to get away from nobody. You know, <laughs> funny enough, who he more reminded me of, not as fast, Not I will say not as fast, and it, it has nothing to do with the proximity that they both played for the Eagles. He reminds me of Randall Cunningham in some of those decisions he makes, especially the early Randall Cunningham. Not the later one, but the early one where he would just say, oh, it's not there. Let me just take off and run. But Randall Cunningham at the beginning had the wheels to get gone. At the beginning. Because he, he was he was hmm. the start, the, the era, he was the start of this mobile quarterback mm-hmm. of – the 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 big lanky fast quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You didn't see quarterbacks that fast. A lot of these guys were statues. They ran. They were Tom Brady esque. He was the ushering in of the true HBCU quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely, you. absolutely. And I think because of the bias against those programs, and we mm-hmm. started Steve McNair's and people like that. But Steve McNair, you you go back. Those guys were. Steve McNair could he would get up and boogie on you, but he was more stay in the pocket. Let me take this hit. Yeah, but he was not. He wasn't a statue back there. No, he wasn't statuesque. And most of these no, he NFL move. quarterbacks prior to that. I mean, you think of the Fran Tarkins. I know I'm going back way back with some people now. Mm-hmm. These were your first sort of mobile quarterbacks back in the day. But most of these guys, you know, the the the, the Starbucks, the Bradshaws. All those type of quarterbacks, they were sitting. They in the scrambled pocket. to save their life. They didn't. They couldn't run. Yeah, they, they would scramble because their life was in danger. It wasn't until you saw a Doug Williams. Yeah, that you were like, "Oh, this might." You could win a Super Bowl like this. Well, the issue was with Doug very Williams. Short they, just leash. Didn't, they just didn't think because of Doug Williams that he was going to be able to comprehend NFL offenses. <laughs> uh, that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. And and because of that, but they didn't understand that this guy had an ultra cannon and an ultra to be able to navigate mm-hmm. and throw the football. And you talk about an era of football which was far more violent mm-hmm. than this. Now, the athletes are better today. Yes, the athletes. I mean, go. go I'll give you that. Go go from top to bottom. The speed and the strength. Is- speed, strength. I mean, and the ability to do things. Henceforth, while you have some of the amazing injuries that they have because because the body's not designed the rips and the tears not designed for it you know back you know back in our day i mean guys literally were smoking a cigarette at halftime i mean right. it was just one of those times right. you know it, it was football was different right but now it has evolved into this um gmc based i just got to be bigger than you it's almost like bodybuilding you know <laughs> It's like if you ever notice, a lot of these NFL players really are uh, they get banged up so bad, and you see a lot of early deaths too. And you wonder how do these guys who are in this great of shape, um, their hearts stop working at some point in time? Well, you see a lot of that in bodybuilding. You do, and you see a lot of those. That's why you start seeing um, before the Steelers had guys who had arms size of twenty eight or inches around. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Remember that? Remember that offensive line that Stable had in front of him. It was like a, a building. You know, those guys, those before when those times were out, these guys were all roided up. Yeah. Um, and they went, and they got that out of football. You still are seeing some deaths now. 
uh, guys are getting anyway, a lot of it. You know, some of it's CTE, but you see a lot of guys. Your heart's just not, not you know, they just get, stop. They're stopping in the late fifties and late sixties. Well, I tell you one thing that's going to stop all these foolishness with these because I know everybody is in. If you're playing fantasy, you're in your playoff weeks. Some are doing well. If you're sitting right now and you don't have a game in fantasy, that means either you have a tremendous record or it's over. For most people, it's over. It's over. You know what the problem with fantasy is, I'm going to tell you? It's fantasy. It's fantasy, number one. And secondly, you have to stay on top of it. You have to know those stats. And they're guys, they're they're ones who who really go through it. They're all kinds of XM radio. You can find them all kinds of pundits who do – just fantasy. They want they want that seventy five dollars at the end in that trophy. That they do. I, I know that a couple of guys who won the trophy. They're very proud. They post that trophy too. Bro, you can't. They get shirts. They get mugs, cups. So here's the thing: yeah. if you want to make some money, uh huh. One of the games to look at is Colts at Falcons. Uh, yeah. The the analytics are picking the Vikings as an upset over the Lions for whatever reason. I don't know why that there is. There may be. I don't think that's going to I wouldn't put any money on Commanders at Jets or Seahawks at Titans. But here in this little chunk before the evening games, yeah. Jags at Buccaneers, Cardinals at Bears, Cowboys at Dolphins, there's some money to be made if you want to – if you're a gambler, especially that – that Cowboys at Dolphins game because you've got Tyreek already out, so he's out already. Yeah, but, you know. but the Cowboys, the Cowboys will find a way to lose a game they're supposed to win. Cowboys win at, at the beginning of the season, the first five games, they were one of the best in run defenses. Now the Cowboys are one of the worst. Jaguars at Buccaneers, you got a gimpy quarterback. Sunshine isn't looking that sunshiny for the Jaguars. So what you did there. And you might have a situation where they go into the Bucks and get bushwhacked and not understand that the, the Buccaneers maybe not the greatest team this year, but they have weapons. Shout out to Coach Wally Seabuck from the De La Salle Meteors, nineteen seventy seven through nineteen eighty two. One of the finest coaches there. Well, I loved him. But uh, that was a word he used to use on the regular. You come right here to your pull backside, and when, when the linebacker shows up, you bushwhack him. That's what you got. You might fool around and get bushwhacked. <laughs> but somebody who else might get bushwhacked. And yeah. I don't know what's going to happen is Jay Cardinals at the Bears. Negative four, 43 over under. But we got to talk some more Cardinals at Bears because here's the thing. We just talked about Jalen Hurts. We yeah. just talked about his efficiency per efficiency. Uh, but I remember there was a time when Jalen Hurts was thought to be uh, leaving the NFL quickly. Yeah, because well, the, the thing about Jalen Hurts was, I think you see, and I know what you're alluding to now, you're looking, is Jalen Hurts, is Justin Fields pre-Jalen Hurts? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going to say that No. And the reason why that is, I believe just we never looked at Jalen Hurts that he wasn't understanding what was going on. We just looked at Jalen Hurts what he's capable of doing it. Okay, so let's walk the listeners through very quickly. When he was at Alabama, yeah, all of what happened to him collegiately, oh yeah, uh, being benched, losing his position to Tua, moving transfer, all of that didn't bode well. You wouldn't think that Jalen Hurts would be the Jalen Hurts now that is a Super Bowl contender. Well, the issue is, too, if you go into an organization 
that is going to back you. Mm-hmm. Even though we saw that Jalen Hurts was, they weren't sure, but they never bailed on him. And Jalen Hurts showed flashes. And I think what happened with Jalen Hurts was that he worked enough on his mechanics and things like that. I think he understood what he was seeing. I just think he couldn't get it done. Now you see Jalen Hurts, if he's upright, that he will put the ball on you. That the ball comes out a lot earlier. He's not taking those big hits. Like, you see, the problem with Jalen Hurts, he's, what, 235 pounds? Mm Mm-hmm. And fast and strong. And he wants to go out there and play big boy muscle ball, which I'm going to run you over. Are you? Do you really want to come? You really want a safety coming downhill at you at full tilt and you're going to take him on? Once, maybe, twice, but three times? (laughs) A steady diet of it leads to a lot of bad things happening. But I'm glad you said that about Jalen because therein lies the issue with Justin. Yeah. It is not at this point. I'm not. I don't care who the offensive coordinator is or the head coach or anything else. Right now, I'm focusing just on Justin. And what I'm seeing is a player who was not thoroughly immersed in the culture, and the organization didn't buy in a hundred percent on him. Well, okay, let's ask some questions now. We're, we're what three years in now? Three years. Three years, and we know he had a few injuries here and there, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And some growing pains. We've seen flashes. We see some sustained flashes, right? I think Justin Fields is the poster child for things just not going right when they needed to. Or is he the poster child for things not going right at a certain organization? Well, I'm looking at it this way. Because he's that cat. If he gets out the building and somebody invests in him. That's anything. Well, I mean, you, 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 you you look at Greg Olson. You look. You look at the get out the building. Right, you look at different players who get away from the Bears and go into a different situation. Problem with Justin Fields is is that is this a guy who you're going to come in and now pay big money to? Right, he's going to be a significant hit into your it, 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 question. Question is, do you think Justin Fields is not going to go and get that that big payday? Oh, I believe he's going to get whatever he asks for. So. At this point in time, is that you sort of don't know what you're getting with Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. Because two things we know about Justin Fields is that he is going to go out and play if he's hurt or anything. He's going out there. Number two is we know he's going out there and get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it's funny enough, let's circle back to a a point you just made about Uh being injured. I do believe that Justin would have been able to play if there was something to play for during what we call the badging era. The hand, you you test it out, and a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, they would have played through it if now, there okay. was something to play now, hold for. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. Hold on. If we're going to say that he's picking and choosing when he wants the ball, or do we saying, hey, we're going to wait till I'm fully healed so I don't um... – make a bad situation worse and mess my money up later on down the line. My belief is there was that issue, the the latter, where he said, I'm not going to screw my money up. And then there was that other side that if you don't have someone who's thoroughly invested in you, hey, let's look at this other kid and well, see what he can hold do. Up, hold up, hold up now. I, I, I'm thoroughly invested in you. What, what's that paycheck? You getting that paycheck every uh, week? 
Uh, am I He's thoroughly still getting that rookie paycheck? I, am I thoroughly invested in you? I picked you. I wait, picked, wait. Who I picked, picked you? you? Who picked you? Well, the Bears did. Did they? They did. He got, did the he, organization he pick him or did the GM pick him? Because the GM that got, picked him, he's not there anymore. However you got there, the Bears picked him, and it had to be okay from up top. Well, okay, so therein lies the problem. Is this okay from on top? Because if he's your guy, right, remember how they went on about Rex Grossman? Yeah. Rex Grossman's our quarterback. He's our quarterback. That was Lovey. And no matter what. He's he, our quarterback. And Lovey saw some of the things. You went all the way to a Super Bowl. You lost a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Because you stood on the principle that he is your quarterback. Well, here's the thing about it, right? Do you want here's here's the thing is all right, let's talk let's go let's talk a little bit of Chicago sports now, right? Mm-hmm. If look what happened, and I'm going to the Bulls now, just for going to the Bulls. When they mistreated Michael in the mm-hmm. way that they did, right? What happened to the free agencies that were the free agency um Market. There was no free agency market. So you can't bail on players like that and not sign on them completely because it's not so much about this player. It's about those players coming in the future. Because as soon as you get marked that you are a franchise that's going to cut and run, unless you are one of the top franchises out there that can be can, can do that. And I really can't even name one right now that can cut and run like that. I think the Bears can. The difference between – that analogy with the Bulls is the Bulls then later down the line, that's how you get Kurt Heinrich, Ben Gordon, you get Luau Dang. They put a nucleus together and then somehow by the grace of the basketball gods got Derrick Rose. Correct. The Bears have never had – you traded for your guy. Jay Cutler was here, but it was like he was here begrudgingly. He wasn't. He didn't want to be here. The he, Bears didn't seem to want him he here. Knew, he knew it when he walked in the building. It was a mess. It was a hot mess. And it's still a hot mess. Mm-hmm. It's still This is one of the worst quarterbacking franchises we've ever seen. In the history of I football. Mean, the, they cannot figure out the quarterback situation here in Chicago. And the problem is, is that now when Justin Fields got picked, did we hear a whole bunch of yays? No. No. So, it wasn't a whole bunch of yays because everybody was like, wait, every, how did he fall to the 12th pick? Because everybody knew. And this is the same thing. What's that, mm-hmm. what's that movie, Draft Day with Kevin Costner? Mm-hmm. All right, tell me. He's, he's, got, he's got everything. Tell, tell me what's wrong with him. Right. Tell, tell me. You, you know something that I don't know. And then there were a lot of shenanigans. Okay, so let, for transparency, let's be clear. You just came out of the Trubisky era. He's still, you, he's still getting benched. <laughs> bruh. You just got benched today. Mason Rudolph went in there and put in some work. So yeah. the question is now, is is it the player or is it the coach? Uh, we'll talk about it in the next hour when we talk about uh, basketball and talk about Zach Levine. Well, But listen, man. Maybe you can play quarterback. If you are out 11 games and your team goes eight, uh, they win eight games out of the 11 with you on the bench, what does that tell you? Absolutely. But here's the question. Same thing we're talking about with Justin Fields, right? Same mm-hmm. thing. Is it the chemistry in the locker room? Is it the, is it is this the right offense for him to be in? Oh, we know it's not the right offense. So the, so back it, to and big shout out to our people over at CCP. I'm going to say what JB always says. Why are you calling a game for Justin Fields that's best suited for Tyson Badgett? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's reverse it, though. Let's reverse it. When he came back, right, mm-hmm. because we saw Justin Fields was not being as highly productive, mm-hmm. right, before he – productive here, productive there. 
What did they try to do? They tried to say, hey, this is the way we're going to call this game now. We're going to throw a boatload of passes behind the line of scrimmage. However, did it put the Bear in a place where they could have won that football game? They're always in a position with Justin on that field. They have been in a position because you clearly saw with Tyson Badgett, what you did see was his deficiencies were so pronounced the defenses just baited him on third down. Well, here's the issue, though. See if you that. can make this throw. But he should have been he should have been three and four. He should have been three and one in the time that he was in there, correct? He should have been. He should have been. So when you look at Justin Fields, right? Then Justin and, should not have been had some of those. Because Justin took some L's that were offensive L's. But he's the worst quarterback in the he fourth is. quarter in the NFL. He's number 32 right now. But I still, Jay, he, I he's, still, he's number, he's, you still got to go back to your your play calling. If number, you know that your quarterback is not good at so, play me, calling, so okay, so what then are we to do with the next regime? If there's another regime and we have Justin Fields, are you are you trying to say Justin Fields can only play one way? That's it. I don't know if it's one way, but I know it's not this way. Well, okay, now so we've seen Justin Fields. They try to make him push the ball down the field right mm-hmm. earlier in his career. Ball is being pushed down the field. Ball is being pushed down the field. Now they tried to make him. They, they tried to put in a a a, a run read option type offense. They tried to give him that right. Mm-hmm. Give give the ball, pull it. Try to use the speed to get on the edge. Now they've now they've tried to say, okay, let's quick pass you now. They've tried to do everything they do with Jalen Hurts, but they don't have the investment in Justin that the Eagles have. Well, in Jalen as you Hurts. said though, Jalen Hurts though was almost out of the league. Jalen Hurts rebuilt himself. Well. Guess what? Justin is almost out the league. Well, he's go- out, almost out the Bears. Well, here's the question, though. I like Justin Fields as a guy, but did he do everything that was necessary to re- to to shore up the things that he do? Because we know mm-hmm. in the beginning of this last year, what was something they were still working with Justin Fields on? His throwing platform, his platform. foot placement. Oh, yeah. They have widened his foot placement out all over. Why did they do that? To make him sit down and throw the football, to drive the football down in, in a downward motion instead of sailing. He sells passes everywhere. He's like, he's like Chris Chris Crawfordson. See what I did yeah, there? I see that. So the question is now, if you have not been able to develop your craft so that you could put the ball on somebody, right? Because I'm going to tell you the one thing we did see. When when Tyson Bajan was in there, he didn't have the arm strength, but you did see him getting the ball out, and you did yeah, see him put the ball on people. Yeah, but he got the ball out, but they still those didn't result in victories for and, him. And neither and neither did and neither did it with Justin. Fields. So here's the question: <laughs> So even if it's not Justin Fields, why are we even talking about getting another quarterback? And I I hate that term "we" because I don't get a dollar from the Bears. No, but you. if you're talking about picking somebody, you. You're sold on the the kid behind Justin Fields. Well, here's the question: That kid isn't he great? That that kid, that, okay, he was three. He was three and one. That kid is going to be a backup for you. He's going to be a backup for the Bears if they can keep he him signed. He wasn't three and one, sir. He should have been. He should have been, but he, he should have been not. three and one. He looked pretty good. Okay, so, so if here, he's on, great as a backup, then he should be your main not, quarterback. Not, not necessarily, not necessarily, but he's going to be a career backup right in the league. That's so, all he is. So here's the issue. So now you have a starter. We haven't figured out if he's going to be a career starter, right? We haven't figured out if he's going to be a career starter. So here's the question right now. Um, your guy that you like coming out of Michigan, you taking him over Justin Fields? Depends. No, 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 no. No, depend. I'm saying I, depends. I, I, I wear it depends every, on where. It, I, now, if you're I talking wear, about this same I regime. I wear them every once in a while, too, when I can't get out of <laughs> 
If you talking about these cats, no. I wouldn't even come out of school if no, you're no, talking no, about no, them no, keeping no, the no, same that, cat. That's not iffy. But I told you that, not, yes. Not put all these if Justin Fields isn't there, yes, I'm taking him. No, no, no. no. And if I'm Justin, moving on from Justin. If Justin Fields is there, will you take him right now sure. and say, hey, I, I want to take him? I told you I would take him. What about the kid May? No. There is nobody, I've, and I've said it, and what I'll about say Caleb it again. Williams? You want to take no. Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams is a short Justin Fields. There is not Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix. You can go down Bo the Nicks, list. He's 187 years old. He's, he, got, he got more starts than Justin Fields does. Bo Nix. <laughs> yeah, he got more starts as a pro. Is a professional version of Tyson Bajit. Better arm? Better arm. Better arm. That's better it. Arm. He's Tyson Bajant with a better arm. Now, if you want to ride with that, if you're thinking best-case scenario, you get a Drew Brees, then go for it. Well, now, hold on now. Drew Brees wasn't that. But That's he, why I said if best-case scenario. But 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 he had one of the best tight ends of all time. Yeah, well, worst-case scenario, he doesn't have it. He comes to the Bears, and he gets killed. You know what you're listening to. It's the sizzle here. We're getting ready to go to break. And when we come uh, back we're from going break. going to break again? Yes, we're going to break again because, hey, we well, need to break. We're going to. We're going to. You know, we've been, we got, we've been, uh, so we've been on break. Yeah, well, we haven't been on that many breaks. You know we always go on break. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk about not only the Chicago Bulls, but we're going to talk about basketball. And once we get there, we're just going to break, come back, and enjoy our time together. Because you know what? You're listening to The Sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM.
know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle here in the building. This is a holiday edition of the sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM. J Christmas music is nothing like R&B Christmas. You know, the thing is with Christmas music, our problem is, is that we, as cheerings, um, we got spoiled because we, our parents, came up with the Nat King Coles and the Bean Crosby's, mm. and all of that stuff. And when Christmas just wasn't Christmas, was not the one you love, you know. And the <laughs> thing about it, so I and see, and then with TV was still in its early. If you gotta remember now, when we were youngins, actual TV was only about forty years old. If you think about it, now I, I'm, I'm a you know a little twitch older than you, but uh, I remember turning the TV with a pair of lock pliers and putting tinfoil on the antenna. I remember when TV went off, and I remember in some places where people didn't have TVs. Um, I remember my mom talking about when they first got their TV, they had to put a quarter in the box for it to play. Mm-hmm. So the issue is now is that Chris Brown is now Chris Brown is now your go-to. Christmas song, Chris Brown, Swing Low, Beat Him High, and uh, Mariah Carey. I mean, beyond that, beyond that, what new Christmas songs do the young people have? There are none. I mean, you know, I mean, Fifty Cent ain't got one. Wu Tang Clan. You want to hear the Wu Tang Clan sing about you know Santa and the reindeer? You want to hear that? Well, I don't know what kind of Santa they're gonna be talking about. <laughs> You you want you want to hear the trap rappers you know talking about? Oh good God no no trap rappers sir you know, so no they, so trap they're, they're rappers no, there are no more Christmas classics anymore and I think these young people today have been subjected to non Christmas stuff anymore and now they don't know who Bing Crosby is they they have no idea who that is they don't know that well I tell you what if they listen to the sizzle tonight in the Christmas mix because I got a Christmas mix for everybody I got a gift for everyone. They will learn who some of these people are because we're going to go back old school. I'm going to give you some old school Christmassy. How about that? Christmassy. You know, and, and another spot, are y'all still leaving out some cookies for Santa? Darn skippy I am. You know, but what kind of cookies, though? See, we used to bake. The mom used to bake some cookies back in there. She didn't even oh, buy no, no package no, cookies. No, no, no. Pulling them out, you know. No sir, no, none of that. Uh, what do you what do you call that? Cooking cookies. <laughs> you, You're foolish. Sir. You remember when uh, when Nestle came out with the cookie dough in a package? Yes. And Mom was cutting those cookies out. But you thought that was the best thing ever, wasn't it? it you know whatever Wells good to believe back in the day. Um, remember those uh, Salisbury steaks? Oh. They came in there with the tin foil. And the, I don't and care. The, I love those things. The Salisbury steak and the cold mashed potatoes and mm-hmm. the, and the hot uh, and the, and the hot whatever that was. It that was the, either corn or green beans. Man, now you talking about you talking about some good eating back in the day, man? A whole TV dinner, the one that had some spinach in it. Remember that one? Oh my goodness, these young people don't know. Y'all about don't those. know. Y'all don't, don't know, know about TV those. dinner. They don't know nothing about no Jiffy Pop. None of that. No, they don't know anything about that. All they know is what can come quickly. Did you know that McDonald's? has a spinoff place that people were waiting upwards to four hours in line to get a spinoff McDonald's drink. Uh, is McDonald's one of our sponsors? No. Okay. Who is going to sit up in this line to wait for some walking diabetes in their drink? Who, why? I'm just no way I'm standing, I'm in line for no hour and a half waiting for it and they're going to put a, a little spritz or something in, a, in some 7-Up. That's about all it is. 
I mean, just a little look, shot of, of what, ginger ale, but, a shot of, of Sprite or something. By the time you get it and walk out to your car, if you like me, that drink is gone. <laughs> you spend two hours out of your life. To, you know what? Look, do what my mom used to do. You get the maraschino juice out the maraschino cherries and you pour it into 7-Up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What? You talking about, man? Come on now. Good syrup. That was good. That was a good, that, yeah. Yeah, boy. When you, they don't do it like that anymore. When you make cherry coke, yeah, I and mean, it was real cherries, and it was just like you know, it was so sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, look, man. I tell you one thing. I do. I'm going to miss this year is um those ice box lemon ice box pies. Right. You know the you know the ones you make with the condensed sweet milk. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, it's shepherds. Boy, mm, you're making me hungry, sir. You know, and I and I'm looking look. Uh, it's, can I can I put out can I put out an SOS? What's that? Jay Sizzle needs some tea cakes, y'all. I need <laughs> <laughs> any any. See what the problem is now. You got you know, and I, I'm I'm going to um, uh, what do you call that when you stereotype people? Okay, I'm about to stereotype some folks. Yeah, that's what you call it. Too. That's what I'm getting ready to. Uh, these young folks. Um, can I say young women? Is that a problem? Mm-mm. They don't know how to make no tea cakes, man. They don't know how to make any cakes. They grandmama, they grandmama's tea cakes. They don't know how to make them no more. They didn't grow up in the kitchen, and I know that people will think that's stereotypical, but they didn't learn how the art of cooking. But I tell you who is learning the art of cooking. That's yeah. the Chicago Bulls, Jay. The Chicago Bulls, man. They, you know what? No Zach Levine, you know what I'm saying? Now, I get it. Everybody says, I don't, how much cooking are they doing, G-Sizzle, when they sit forth in the Central Division? But listen, you've got some strong teams in the Central. You've got Milwaukee, you've got Cleveland, Indiana, and Detroit is just a train wreck. Right now, Cleveland is putting the foom fops on the Bulls currently as we speak. It's 5-18 to go in the fourth quarter. The Bulls are down 85-98 to the Cleveland Cavaliers. But Jay, the real question is, the Bulls have been on a three-game win streak. Right now, they sit 13-17 and as we speak tonight. They are nine games out of first place, but that three-win win streak has come without their preeminent score. The guy that everybody thinks is, and let's be very clear, the guy who is a career 24-4. and four. Yes, he's about 48% from the field, a little bit under 39% from three, but again, the reality is he is a round, he is a low 20 score, and four assists, four rebounds is what you get out of your superstar. So tell me, Jay, is this, this this thing with with Zach Levine, is this what you want to keep doing? Well, here's the issue, right? Uh, he's not doing himself any help right now because he's not able to play. All right? And rumor has it, Teams really want to look at DeMar DeRozan mm-hmm. right now because guess what? He's instant offense. And rumor has it that the Bulls have no intention of getting rid of DeMar DeRozan. No, they're not getting rid of him. Why? Because you can still build around him, mm-hmm. right? Zach Levine, we have found out now that he has glue on his hands. <laughs> now, when the ball comes to Zach Levine, he's going to pound it for the next five, six, seven seconds, eight seconds, right? And now we got these short clocks in the NBA now. Especially on these rebounds. I'm telling you what, that 14-second clock is a big deal in the NBA right now. You don't get that full reset. 
so you don't get the chance to run that full offense. If you get out there and yo-yo that basketball for four or five seconds, now you got ten seconds. If you're stuck on the wing or something, and nobody's moving because you're playing ISO basketball, now you got to go up and put up a bad shot, or you're getting the ball with three seconds left in the shot clock, and you have to put up a shot. There's almost no offense being created with these 14-second um, shot clocks because guys can't independently create their own shots. Zach Levine, we have found out, unless he's going directly to the basket, can't create his – when's the last time he didn't drop somebody? Well, that's the whole question. And the the shout-out is to Billy Donovan for keeping this team together. And to your point, when's the last time you thought about Zach Levine being dropped into this lineup? Jay, the question I'm going to have before I give everybody a Christmas musical wonderland is, is Zach Levine ready to be back inserted into this lineup as a constant contributor for the Bulls? Well, no, he's not ready to be inserted as a constant contributor, but his 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 uh, salary says so. Mm-hmm. One thing about the NBA, if your salary's large, you play him. Funny enough, is not – and I know he doesn't own it per se, but clutch sports is a LeBron thing, right? Yeah. Okay. If you're a LeBron client, wouldn't you want one of your client mates with you, running with you? Not necessarily if it's a guy's going to take touches away from you. Mm. See, here's the problem with Zach Levine, right? Let me ask you a question. Can you run Zach Levine off the bench? No. God, six, no. Six, seven man can't run no. him off the bench. No. That's the question, him coming back. Do you throw him right into that starting lineup? You have to. He's not a bench player. He's not a guy who's – first thing, he can't get into the rhythm of the game as it is anyway. You know, <laughs> have you – Zach Levine always scores outside the rhythm of the game. Mm-hmm. It's something spectacular. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Zach Levine has a really nice NBA game. Mm-hmm. The problem with Zach Levine's NBA game is that everybody else might as well go eat some popcorn. Because <laughs> once he gets the ball, look, he is the black hole. He might kick it early, but once the ball gets to him and that clock drops under 10, he's going to the rack. Or he's pulling up with that, that fadeaway that I don't understand why he's shooting the fade now. I think him and Kobe White been practicing, and Kobe White's the one who's actually winning all that money. But and so and then and then you, you got minutes being taken away, right? You're still trying to roll Patrick Williams out there. You mm-hmm. still got you know anytime Caruso starting in your lineup, you got a problem. Well, you got a Patrick Williams who is having a career year. Oh, really? Averaging, yeah, for him, 14 points a Woo! game yeah, and about woo. five six rebounds. Woo. But that's better than your number four pick, who was getting you seven points. Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. Hey. Again, you again, and you got a Kobe White now who decided, who's had some 30-point games. Who's decided to shoot the basketball? Kobe said, I'm getting mine. Why? Because he needs the next contract. See, Kobe White understood. I'm a, well, Kobe got paid. So I think that gave Kobe a little bit of voice now. Well, Kobe's like, I got paper too. Kobe decided. Not your paper, but well, I got paper. Kobe decided to, I'm shooting the J. Yeah. Right? He's out there. They ran Darlin Picky, and he's letting it fly. You know, why? Why is he able to do that? They don't have a they don't have a shooter on this team. Right. Not one. Not not nearing a one on mm-hmm. here. You say there's not a bull I can think of right now and say that's my guy. That's that's a, if you leave him open, it's, it's going down. Mm-hmm. Kobe White now is that guy. He's letting it fly. He's letting it fly in bunches. And it's been flying and it's been going down. And 
I'll say this because yeah. I, I I heard this at the barbershop, and I'm gonna close this out. Somebody said to me, "Man, you were right about Zach Levine." I said, "It's not about being right. I'm just saying at this point, you can't." I said, "I told. I'll tell you like this. My grandfather always said, "Well, there's a lot of potential in the graveyard. You know, a lot of it. There's a lot of potential in Zach Levine, but you're gonna get buried." trying to hold on to this dream of Zach Levine carrying this team. The anyway. problem is this, and this, this is – you got guys who are paid and guys who are pros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to say anymore. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Let me tell you this. If you have not had a Christmas remix, well, if you haven't had a Christmas mix, this is the Saturday for you because we are offering you the Sizzles Christmas mix – this is a conglomerate of all good Christmas music, like it but all. it's some old school funk for you. It's some old school rhythm and blues for you. It's everything you need here on The Sizzle on WGVE 88.7 FM. You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You DJ on the weekends?
everybody this Christmas, all around the world, for every man, woman, boy, and girl. Are you ready right now? Come on. Here we go. Oh, I like it like that. Come on. That's it. All right. Come on. Oh, Christmas presents around the world. Something mighty sweet to see. If only if I just had a present for everyone under one great big Christmas tree. For every boy that wants a brand new toy, for every Johnny that wants a car, for every Junior that wants a mobile bike, ride and ride and ride. Now my little daughter. She wants a dog that cries, one that walks and wipes its eyes. And I see there's someone that wants somebody home just to live hair in their arms. What a Christmas present, mm, this Christmas, oh, what a gift you could be. You know, if I could just give out Christmas presents to everyone on the one great big Christmas tree. You know, I'm even fat enough to be the world's biggest Santa Claus. And everybody could just, just stand around and just say, ooh, is that for me? Come on, a Christmas present for everybody this year. And we want to give it to them. Are you ready? Come on, everybody. Come on, one more time together. Merry Christmas, baby. A present for you, Christmas. Directly from me. For all the disc jockeys around the world, Merry Christmas. All the policemen and all the pretty girls.
Summer flowers bloom Here in our nest We're surely blessed Over the heat She ain't like sweet Drifting on air Without a care Cover the ground Without a sound As sure as snowflakes night here with you
Christmas The fireside is blazing bright We're caroling through the night Star 
Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said many times, many ways Merry Christmas to
what it is it's the sizzle here that's right on wgve the hottest music in the 219 it's a merry christmas time happy hanukkah merry christmas happy kwanzaa all the good stuff that you're getting ready to just celebrate this next week this is a week of celebration is it kwanzaa well, I, I, I was thought saying, it was just Kwanzaa. It is Kwanzaa, but I was trying to give it a flair to it. Do you it. have, a candle, to do you have a Kwanzaa candles out? Do I have the Kwanzaa menorah? Yes, I do. Is it a menorah? Well, I call it the Kwanzaa menorah. I mean, that's what I first learned. It was a menorah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Kwanzaa. Does anybody celebrate Kwanzaa? Yes. Yes. And a lot of people are getting Kwanzaa cards from me. Just want you to know that. Where, I, do, where do you buy your uh, Kwanzaa cards at, sir? Oh, I buy mine all over the place. I went to <laughs> All Walmart. over the land. Yeah, I went to <laughs> Walgreens. I saw a pack of them. I bought some online. What, what Walgreens did you see Kwanzaa cards? The, oh, you, oh, I almost said it. <laughs> you almost got me. You almost got me, sir. Yeah. But there are some melanated uh, there are a few. Walgreens that 
specialize in making sure you have black hair care products and oh. black Kwanzaa curse. Sell for eight. If you don't have some Dax oil pomade. or some Murray's pomade in Man. your house, then Murray's? I can't be with you. The red can with the silver lead. Maybe that's what Jonathan Major should have figured out. If I don't see a red can with a top on it that's hard to take off. I, I got one here. question though. Yes, uh, could you have a, a a straightening iron with an electric stove? No. Yeah, can't. Can't. It's convenience. It no, not you can't have a straightening what? iron with an electric I, stove. I miss those days when you were going out with the young lady and got close to her, and you could uh, smell that freshly quaffed hair, that freshly burnt hair. Mm. You were like, "Girl, just get your hair done." Girl, and what did that smell out to? Like you knew, you knew she'd hit them edges just for you. Fried died and laid to the slide. You know, back in the day, ladies wasn't wearing no hats either. Remember that? One? No, they didn't wear. It, the best they would do is throw a scarf on. That was the older ladies. The young, the young girls didn't do that. I had, oh, yeah, I, had, I had a girlfriend. My girlfriend in high school almost got the consumption. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back, back in the day, you know, you could be out on the bus <laughs> when you were 15, 16 years old <laughs> going to the party. And it was a it was a January. Yes. And about 14, 15, 16 to 17. Mm -hmm. uh, and... We and was, it was real cold then. Yeah, we was this catching ain't cold, the bus. Not like this cold. No, no, no it was no. real cold. It was real. And then back in them days, though, you had one of your Levi's and your school jacket. And, a, and, a, and maybe, I had a scarf because I was that guy in a hat. Yeah. Uh, but she had her little school jacket on. You know, her hair was fresh. So she was out there. She was sick for two weeks. I know she was. But, you know, we had it was cold, cold, cold out there. All right, funny story. Yeah. Story time. Uh-oh. So. Tell me a story. Fam, we went. We were in um, Upper State, New York. We went to Buffalo. <clears throat> we went to an outlet mall in Buffalo. It's a good time. So, you know, Buffalo gets that Chicago weather. Oh, it's ridiculous. They get slapped up there. Yeah, Buffalo's ahead. It's so cold that the Buffalo don't even roam up there. Wow. Uh, so we're at this this outlet mall. Uh-huh. Going, getting Christmas things and some other stuff. Bruh, it was so cold. That wind was slapping in. Yeah. I don't mean just like coming. It was slapping in. I remember I went into the Armani store. Ooh. Well, it's an outlet. So, yeah, I knew I could find the outlet stuff. Yeah. And I went to the shelving unit that had the scarves on it. Yeah. Bought me an Armani scarf. You know, that's about all you're going to get in Armani, that, too. That was all yeah. I for it. And so my cousin thought it was so hilarious the whole time back. He was like, yeah, hey, dog. Because you know that's how everybody from New York sounds. You like. know, they all sound like that. Yeah. He's just like, hey, hey, cuz. I mean, you're a big lineman, man, you know. Son. You know, what are you, what are you wearing a scarf for, you know? Son. I said, let me tell you something. Yeah. I can be out here butt naked if I have to. Well. But I cannot be naked around the neck. Now, let me tell you something. Us Chicagoans, we will throw a scarf around our neck and throw Bro, a hat on our head. In a minute, I'm good. The young fellas, they throw a scarf around their neck. You got to. You got to throw that scarf on. Yeah, we ain't going to be out here be cold. Oh, once that cold gets in that throat. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Y'all good. Let me tell you something. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not stocked up on uh, your cold medicines. Stop messing around. Go ahead and go to the store. Mm -hmm. Get you that tussin if you need it. You know, you got to have it. But there is one elixir. Well, it clears all colds. What is that now? 
This is cough medicine. It comes in a little brown bottle. No, no, don't do it. Don't, don't do know, it. I don't know if you remember this, Jay. Don't do it. It has this sweet, weird taste to it. Don't do it. But it cleared everything up. And if you don't have some Father John's in your life, ladies and gentlemen, even though Father John's is not a sponsor of The Sizzle, which you can always be a sponsor of The Sizzle, always reach out to us at The Sizzle 219. Let me tell you something. Yes, sir. If you don't have some Father John's in your cabinet, there's something wrong with you. You know, you weren't trying to get healed if you didn't have no Father John's in there. That was cod liver oil. Ooh. That was a tar extract. You had the Vicks Vapor Rub in the in the short bottle, not the long, the little short one. The short, the reach, stubby bottle. Yeah, you had to reach up in there and actually take it and rub it on you. You talking about cleaning out your whole system? Hot towel. Yeah. You put the Vicks on. Yeah. Slap the hot towel on and make it a hot toddy on your body. Yeah. And then your mother, not a tablespoon. No. 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 no my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and the bell strikes. Yeah, not a tablespoon, but a serving spoon full of Papa John's. I think it was seventy-four percent alcohol too. So I think all the little kids was getting drunk. So you went to sleep though. Eleven o'clock, you were out. It was oh. night, night. What what happened? What happened to the little uh, vaporizer? Remember that? Ain't nobody mm-hmm. got no vaporizers no more. Put the, put the little Vicks on the top of it. It just be blowing. Shh, just smell like that vapor rub. You know it's funny. We are so close and we are so smart, but we've gotten so dumb in certain areas. Yeah. We don't know how to take care of ourselves to heal each other. Went past a young man earlier today. Uh-huh. He didn't speak. He didn't say, "Hey, brother, how you doing? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Kwanzaa." They don't, no, they don't do that. You know, Christmas just ain't Christmas, though. Well, it was after you heard the the sizzle holiday mix. How'd you like that? That was a fine mix. Okay, sir. I just made sure we pulled some things. And that's right. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't hear it first time, I threw it back on for you because I wanted you to have a Merry Christmas, Johnny Hathaway style. You know what? You can't go wrong with Johnny Hathaway. Or Layla Hathaway. No, well, sure. Anyway. So... Jay, you know what we come to do on Saturday. At this time in the 10 o'clock hour, we always give you the hottest mix going on. So it's the Jay Sizzle mix. This is a house mix and not just house. This is a party mix for you to shake your rump, do your thing, and get on the floor and jam. Oh, was I supposed to hit the button? Oh, no. I just I, I just was going to oh, say doing, it again. Oh, you doing the teddy jam. Go ahead. Just jam. Oh, jam. Oh, Jay. Jay Jam for me here on WGVE 88.7 FM.
things inside my soul They make me lose control It goes on and on Just clapping to the beat Cause Jesse thinks it's me You know who it is. It's the sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM. It is that time. Jay, this has been that fire mix. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not ready for the Jay Sizzle mix, then you are not ready for the weekend. That's all I can say. You know, it gets it gets you moving. You know what I'm saying? And if it ain't foggy outside, it's going to be foggy inside. No doubt about that. <laughs> That's all you're looking for. Listen, let me say this to you. Have a blessed and happy rest of the holiday season. Happy New Year. We'll be with you next weekend. Yeah. Doing the same thing, giving you the same energy, giving you that same talk. And maybe by then we'll know something more about Justin Fields. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to learn a lot about him about 6 o'clock tomorrow. Yep, that's all it is. So you know what you're listening to. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. You're listening to The Sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM.